You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSE has opened its doors for the final day of a trading week, so it's time for the opening this morning. I'm speaking to Nick Kunza from Sennam Private Wealth. Overnight, what have we had, Nick? Oh, morning, Lindsay. We had plenty. It's not going to be a... If you thought you made it through the week, you have to make it through Friday still. We've got a busy Friday ahead of us. We've got... Uh, Obviously, the jobless numbers coming out later, uh, early hours of this morning. We also had some Chinese data as well. Uh, that was the import-export numbers. Uh, they were a little bit better than expected, so the market liked that. We had the Royal Bank of Australia monetary policy saying that the pace of recovery, and I quote them, is expected to be slower than forecast. Uh, and then, of course, the big story for South Africans, because whether you like it or not, if you listen to the show last night, you do have exposure to Tencent. Mm. Uh, last night, the uh, uh, president of America, Mr. Donald Trump, he wrote a personal executive order banning uh, anyone in America or citizens using Tencent and Biden. So, unbelievable. Uh, obviously, ten- unbelievable. So, obviously, that is the big story dominating. Tencent is currently got about where to close we've got about 50 minutes left of trade it's down five and a half percent and of course the knock-on effect of nuspers down five percent so <clears throat> that is the big story but uh, that's going to resonate for a while and it's quite a big one yeah it really is a big one and i can't understand i mean we have to we have to ask i have to ask the the simple question why yeah no why? one i mean i can understand yeah. him having a go at twitter because they banned the team trump Twitter feed for 12 hours or something. User so, handle, yeah, whatever, call whatever it, they yeah. call it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, well, why WeChat? Is it simply what we said off air and what I said to you? It's because of the elections. And it doesn't matter that the people in Ohio don't use WeChat. The fact is, he's bashing China and that means he's pro America. Is it that simple? I think it probably is because if you look at the numbers, and, and quite frankly, if you do like the share, you should probably buy it this morning because <clears throat> the use of the, the amount of American users of WeChat, which is a platform uh, like um, WhatsApp, um, is not even half a percent of their users. I mean, it literally is that tiny. It's literally a couple of expat uh, Chinese people that use it to, to keep in touch with China when they're living in America. Yes. Um, but it is a monster platform. It, it's very integrated. So, I mean, they do everything on that particular WeChat platform. So if you imagine going onto WhatsApp like we do, but when you go onto WhatsApp, you get to interlink with, to book your plane tickets, you get to do your banking, you can borrow money. It's, it's a really massive platform. It's well over a billion users in China that use it. Um, so one American would, uh, president would ban it for Americans who don't use it makes no sense. Uh, and I think tying in what, what you pointed out now, it just appears to be sort of political because there's no reason. Well, in that case, it's it's overdone on the downside, as you said uh, again off air. It was down about ten yeah. percent on the opening. But, but now you've got to look at this and, and say, if you're a short term trader, you should be buying Process and Naspers. Agreed, agreed. And and I've got a few orders in this morning from particular clients to do. The- Mm. Yeah, it's not a bad call, really. Um, and of course, I mean, what happens? I mean, let's think. Let's think you know, elections are less than 100 days away in November. You know, back in, you know, you think any of these executive orders are going to stand? No, he's not the president anymore. So that's the other thing you got to remember too. So, <laughs> but anyway, fascinating stuff this morning. How, how one pr- president can 
you know, affect your investment decisions on a Chinese share that you buy in South Africa listed on Amsterdam. Said, <laughs> That's the world we live in. He said, um, he also said this morning, uh, or in the last few, few hours, he said, when asked about a vaccine, he said, well, I think we'll have a vaccine by around about November the 3rd or, or just before, <laughs> just before the election. It's going to be unleashed, this, this vaccine, which is untried and untested. It's just unbelievable. He's so obsessed with getting a second term because Obama did. Anyway, yeah, that's exactly. it. That's his. Uh, he, he he doesn't sleep at night. He's he's probably got a dartboard with a picture of Obama in 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 the bedroom. That's all he's got to do because mm. he certainly doesn't do anything else there. The dollar rand is seventeen fifty seven. The British pound against the rand is twenty three oh three. The euro rand is at an all time record low of twenty eighty, and the euro dollar is one eighteen forty, which is a slightly stronger U S dollar. Actually, what has that done to the gold price? Well, of course, it's done very little. The gold price is twenty sixty. It was 2070 last night. That's down $3 in the last few hours. The platinum price is down $19, though, to 976. Where's Palladium Prees, Nick? Mm, also, like platinum, it's down $40 or 1.8% currently, uh, 2180 Okay, I'm just uh, putting up the oil price at the moment, which has been steadily rising over the last uh, last few days. I don't know if you've noticed that. Actually, I can't get it. It's, uh, mm. it's, it's, not, um, it's not doing its thing. So maybe you oh, could give me West me, Texas me. and Brent, please. Let me update it exactly. So West Texas currently six cents or 0.14 percent, forty one dollars eighty eight a barrel, uh, and the the most uh, tradable, which is the North Sea Brent, is down also 0.11 percent, just five cents down at forty five dollars three. So having a bit of a pause, as you pointed out, Lindsay, after about three or four days on the trot. Okay, you're drifting in and out a bit, Nick. I don't know if you're using something different this morning. But anyway, I'm going to go on to what happened on the Dow Jones last night, which was up 0.7%. Um, S&P 500 up two-thirds. And the NASDAQ, a new, new all-time record closing high, up 1%, 11,108. An extraordinary story. And I, I don't know how many days in a row now that we've been making records. I'll, I'll phone up Donald Trump and ask, ask him because he probably knows. Um, the R186... Well, I'll, I'll tell you what it is. It's, 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 30, it's 31 new record highs so far in 2020 for the NASDAQ. <laughs> That's fantastic. So there we go. It wasn't difficult, was it? It really wasn't difficult. What an easy game you're in. I'm just trying to get out. I'm just trying to get the R186 uh, bond quote up. But again, my screen is letting me down. What is that doing? It was 929 on the close last night. Yeah, let me bring it up this morning because for me, that's been the real standout is uh, the divergence, the, the correlation that's dropped between um, our, our bond mark and the rare. 928 is so uh, one, one point, yeah, one point weaker, or the yield is one point lower. That is the bond yeah, slightly yeah. stronger, so nothing much going on there. Okay, you were talking, uh, let's talk to you about the stock exchange news service this morning. You said there was a highly convoluted and very, very complex and very, very long announcement from Richemont about some restructuring of <coughs> their balance sheet or their funding or something. I couldn't understand a word you were saying. Yeah, look, I, I I try to read through the 20-odd pages, and I still don't understand that I'm usually quite good with these sort of things. Um, no, they, they came out with what they deemed some sort of like a, a loyalty um, warrants award or something like that. If you hold their shares, you get, I don't know, one euro worth warrants. It is so complicated, I can't even really go on about it. Um, but needless to say... Um, what is a bit irritating with something like a Richemont and something with clients that are trying to find some sort of return is, you know, Richemont's sitting with a lot of cash in their balance sheets. It's very cash flush. Mm. Um, we know Mr. Rupert doesn't typically like to pay uh, dividends, so you get not much of a dividend on. But why 
want to raise even more funds with a three-year warrant program or something. I don't know. It's, it's it, it, I don't know. It's, it's a bit of an odd one for me, and I, and I don't quite get it because, as I say, you you normally come with these things when you need to raise cash and. They don't pay much of a dividend and they've got more than enough cash. So, I don't know. makes no sense. Anyway, it says here, shareholder loyalty scheme, board nomination and AGM arrangements came out at 7.30. Market obviously doesn't understand it either because the market is more or less flat on Richemont. Anglo Gold Ashanti came out with it. Yeah, they're still uh, reading it. Traders haven't a clue. Exactly. <laughs> and they probably don't care after a busy week. 2020 interim results and short form announcement from Anglo Gold Ashanti. The share price slightly weaker, but we know what's going on there. They've told us the gold price is up and they're doing well. Yeah, Anglo Gold Ashanti, another one of those high flyers. Interesting enough, we'll know in the next few days, uh, speaking of gold shares, whether Harmony's recent run has been allowed to sort of leapfrog back into the top 40. I can't remember the last time it was in there. It was a number of years ago. So, you know, gold shares continuing to just really benefit off this historically high gold price. And and I also saw a note, interesting enough, for for asset managers out there, that the gold basket in the top 40 gold shares now make up almost 30, well, they will make up about 13% if Harmony goes into the top 40. Hmm. So it's almost like almost like the old days, Lindsay. Yes, gold it shares is. making up such a large portion of, of our share. Do you remember the, the gold moment? index? You said, I think the gold index at one stage had 30 stocks in it, and then it went down to the, the goldie 10, and then the gold index mm. disappeared altogether from the futures markets anyway, because the, it used to be quite active, uh, the Safex gold futures. Mm. Not anymore, though. No, not not anymore. But certainly, uh, front and centre of most people's talking points at the moment is the gold price. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, not a, we don't we don't often get good news in this lockdown period in South Africa. But uh, these gold companies in South Africa are certainly uh, having having a, a good time in this lockdown. They really have been. Uh, Lewis Group came out with a trading update and trading statement for, for the 12 months ended March. Uh, that's pretty late. But uh, anyway, the fact is that they have come out with it. The share price up very slightly and presumably the results are out next week. What else have we got as well? Um, I think that's about it there. Lewis's, it's not something we talk about a lot. It's it's sofas and things. No. Uh, do people buy sofas during lockdown? Yeah, exactly. Probably not. It's probably not. And it, and it hasn't, I mean, it doesn't really sit on many people's radars, to be honest. No. All right. Um, let's have a look at the movers and shakers on the JSC this morning. I did, why did I say that phrase? I hate it. I'll never say it again, I promise you. Movers and shakers. Telcom up 3%. Textainer up 2.8%. Exaro up 2.5%. Distel up 2.5%. Old Mutual up 2.25%. On the downside, Process 4.7% weaker, clawing its way back. Naspers also doing the same, but still down by 4.25%. Pan African Resources down 2.25%. And Royal Bafokeng Platinum down 1 and 3 quarters. Anything outside of that, Nick? Uh, on the upside, City Lodge, we know it's a small cap now. We were speaking about it last night. City Lodge up 11% today. So, so 22% yesterday and 11% today. That's pretty good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, decent bounce back. Actually, 4 and 25 so bouncing back quite nicely. And then, and then again, we didn't mention it, small cap space, uh, Cup Industrial, uh, and then also where Sun Internet. And then Hammerson, I don't know if you saw, I think we spoke about it yesterday that uh, – the market with the rights issue, unfortunately, mm. uh, like another one. But that stock uh, bouncing back from being hammered yesterday, I think it was the biggest drop in about four years. LC up 5% this morning. Okay. Give us the JSC indices after 49 minutes of trading, please. So on this Friday morning, we have the JSC all share down 0.69 of a percent, 400 points lower, 57,259. It is still up 0.3% year to date if it holds here. Uh, and then the top 40, we 
three of a percent, 52,909. And individual indices, as we said, industrials getting a little bit of a bid this morning, up 1.12%. And the banks also, financials fighting back 0.9%. That index, healthcare up 0.74%. Basic materials are effectively flat. And on the downside, energy shares 0.65% weaker. Consumer non cyclicals down 07 And the tech sector getting a bit of a bash today, maybe on the back of that NASDAQ will, will obviously process as well. That index is down 5%. Nick Kunza, thank you very much for your time this morning. Nick is from Sandham Private Wealth, and he'll be back with me at five o'clock for the five o'clock shadow. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.